Welcome to this week's episode of Load In, Load Out, a tour story podcast produced in Athens, Georgia, in association with Kindercore Industries. This week, Ryan and Cash sat down with Christian DeRoke, aka Smokey, fresh off tour with the band Deep State on the Friendship Fever label. Topics of discussion include, but are not limited to, gas cap improvisation, a shot of whiskey after a taunting by Frenchman, and the genesis of, hey, that's my daughter you're talking about. So, hey, everybody. Um, I am Ryan. I'm Cash. This is Load In. Load Out. And we're here today with... I'm uh, Christian DeRoke. Or Welcome. Smokey DeRoke. Smokey. Welcome. <laughs> Thank Welcome. you. Thanks for having me. Um, where, uh, for the audience at home, um, connect yourself to musical projects. There's a ton of them, right? Yeah. So, the current bands i'm playing with are deep state and loose knives and blunt bangs okay uh but formerly played with uh, little gold managuar ancient sky woods uh yeah that's that about covers it okay yeah <laughs> cool right on um in the so when did you move to athens uh, five years ago, March first, it'll be five years from from New York City. From New York I was in City, Brooklyn. That's right. Yeah, I grew up in Connecticut. I was in Brooklyn for about ten years. Okay, and then uh, why Athens? What? What? Uh, just threw a dart, really. Uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I had some f- like two friends here who had also lived in New York and moved down and loved it. Mm-hmm. But just like I kind of knew I wanted somewhere like, you know, a little more laid back, lower cost of living. Yeah, just a little. On yeah, both those counts. a little bit more. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, you know, uh, somewhere that still has like some culture, some music and yeah. stuff. And so uh, it was between Athens, New Orleans and Louisville kind of, which yeah. is still three of my favorite places. But uh, I can understand why Athens won. Yeah, I mean, it was also kind of the wild card. I knew the least about it, really. As a town, yeah, but I was kind of like, oh, yeah, why not? And you That's moved here just a year before I did. That's right, almost wow. exactly a year before I did. Yeah, and you guys play together. We did yeah. play in a band together. We, we still did. do. Yeah, I was yeah. Gonna say, yeah. yeah. We were yeah. in Little Gold together, and we are currently in Blunt Bangs, Blunt Bangs together. Together, with <laughs> yeah. Reggie and the ever so handsome Ryan Vogel. Ah. Uh, Ryan Bogle. Vogues. <laughs> Has anybody Vogues. ever talked about that guy without referring to him as being handsome? It's sort of funny. Uh, um, no, he's like the uh, male model of Athens. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, good looking man. So, he is a good uh, looking man. Yeah. So anyway, we'll get, we'll, um, Who, we'll he's just, also in grape soda. He is in grape soda. Uh, that's true. Connect the yeah. dots of Athens yeah, bands. That's how we do here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, tell us how you like got started playing music and stuff. What's your origin story? Um, started when I was 13, 12, maybe. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, got a hair up my butt that I wanted to play guitar as, you know, a lot of yeah. kids that age do. So I, I did. I did at the same yeah. age. 12. Yeah. I um, did too, but I ended up switching over to drums. Yeah. But it, it kind of, something I always, I didn't think about it at the time, but in hindsight, I remember my dad passed away when I was 11, uh, car accident. It was a pretty sudden mm. situation. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously I was pretty broken up about it, but I started playing guitar like a month later. So I guess I, I was 11 years old. Yeah. And in hindsight, I was like, oh man, I think that was completely subconscious, but also like a big factor in probably pushing me in any direction. And it happened right. to be playing music. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I needed to put, you needed an outlet. I needed an play. outlet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was That's it. Awesome. So, so yeah, since, since then, and I'm 38 now, so. 
It's been a long time. Guitar <laughs> makes a good outlet for that kind of thing, for sure. You know, um, as history has proven time and again with musicians. Yeah. But um, well, cool. So uh, you just got back from tour, right? Yeah, that's right. With Deep State, mm-hmm. we got back about a week and a half ago. Deep State's gonna kill us all, indeed. Uh, and you know, Cash, you'll be pleased to know we've started working that song back into Thank our set. God. But you're never at the shows, so that, like you well, haven't gotten to see it. I didn't even know you had a show last night. I know that's that's fair. So oh, that's show your fault. We, yeah, we played at my house. It was kind of like unofficial, you know, tour yeah. homecoming. Um, but yeah, we do shows at my house now, probably about once every six months, and that's about yeah. as much as I want to. But it was it's yeah. great every time we do it. It's, it's I don't so really like fun. when people even just come over to my I house. Know. Let alone, you <laughs> know what I mean? That's the thing. I mean, you guys are welcome, but <laughs> you know, generally, yeah, it's like uh, well, when we get the switch, we're gonna I'm gonna be coming over a lot. Are you? Yeah. So you can play. Yeah, we're gonna be playing Zelda. You can't together. play two players Zelda, can but you? we're I, I like watching people play Zelda. Oh, okay. We're just like, gonna no, go like, over there. No, go over there. Bring, bring your backseat Zelda, yeah, oh, Zelda player. backseat Zelda player. Maybe I don't want you to come over. Probably um, not. But uh, <laughs> so um, so yeah. So you guys just yeah just got back. Do you we have did. any? I mean, you've been touring for a long time. You've probably got a lot of things. But do you have any? Any fresh stories? stories? Yeah, like what? Uh, did you get anything in anything crazy this? So you know, I'm interested because I haven't gotten a chance to ask you about this, which usually I do. We haven't even like caught up on this. Yeah, okay. no. So, so uh, give it to that's me. why we're here. But really, it was a pretty successful and like low stress. Like, like there wasn't a lot of crazy shit that happened on the store, which is great. It's fantastic. Yeah. I love when that happens. Makes but, uh, for- doesn't make for good stories, but it makes for a better exactly. tour usually. Exactly. Yeah. So that was the thing. I was like, oh, I'll be uniquely qualified to to go on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. We literally just got back, but it was kind of an uneventful tour. Um, yeah. It's three In weeks. In a good way. Little, yeah, over three weeks. That's probably about 20, 24 days. And it was, we went to the West Coast and back, which was really nice. That's pretty remarkable to make it there and back without any, like, uh, anything insane happening. We hauled ass. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, nothing insane. Which van did you use? So my van is uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s 2003 Dodge Ram conversion van. He, <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. has seen better days. That's making, the name of the van. Yeah, Ken okay. Griffey Jr. Uh, Griffey. And I will explain that story in a moment. But we okay. actually we didn't take Ken Griffey Jr. because he, he's making some weird noises, and I just <laughs> haven't had the money to fix it. But we... <laughs> So my my dear friend and bandmate and former roommate Brandon Page recently got a van uh, named Trash Lady. Bought it from Michael Clancy, nice. uh, formerly of uh, what's Clancy's got? Um, uh, uh, you know the one, yeah, uh, witches, shaved witches, shaved Christ, yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. Clancy sold Brandon eighty seven Dodge Ram. Uh-huh. It's basically just like. Looks like it was at one point a work van. Yeah, but it's just like a tin like can. A couple, yeah, it's yeah. like a bare, white bare bones, can. but like yeah. there's two benches, a ton of room, and that thing is a tank. Thing yeah. is the MVP of the tour. So it's, I mean, you guys didn't have any problems with it. No, beyond the fact that you know a couple little things like if you're driving on the highway for a while and then you come to a complete stop, sometimes it just dies. Yeah. And you just start it up again. It's just like I'm tired. The speedometer would randomly stop working. Yeah. And uh but <laughs> yeah. we could get you know, usually you just like reach your hand up underneath and jiggle, just jiggle the thing. some wires. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. I mean that's what's great about that's those what old bands like that. It's like of... everything is pretty simple. Like if something breaks, yeah, you can yeah. usually be like, Oh, this mechanism makes sense and yeah. you fix it. Because so there's no computer in it. It's up in right. the morning too, you just reach under and jiggle. And jiggle a few, yeah. yeah. Jiggle wires. Those wires. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> That's how we wake you up in the morning. Uh, but um, uh, but yeah, so the van was was awesome. We took Brandon's van, and <clears throat> the weirdest. Th- I mean, this this is like so a good example of how uneventful the store was. Probably like the biggest str- like stress factor. Like the the moment where we were like, oh shit was ended up being like a non-issue so we all had split up in la because uh michael michael's brother lives in venice so he went to stay with his brother and taylor's family lives just like in san clemente which is like 45 minutes from la so he just went back to san clemente with his sister and ryan and i stayed uh with my friend brian in hollywood and brian markham brian markham um ancient sky excellent songwriter but uh so the next day we had all right so we had all Split up, but Ryan and I kept the van. Uh, we all have keys to the van, but there's only one master key to the gas cap. Because it's this weird era <laughs> of van that, like, yeah. you have to, Yeah, I guess people Separate were, like, stealing cap. a lot of gas yeah. back then. Yeah. So we woke up in L.A., like, no gas. Huh. Go to get gas, realize that Taylor's got <laughs> the gas cap key <laughs> in San Clemente. And it's, like... You know, one in the afternoon in L.A. <laughs> so it's like, oh, dude, Taylor's not getting here until like five. Yeah. If he leaves now. Right. right? Yeah, Just because yeah. traffic and everything. Uh, so we park across the street from like the gas station and then there's like a hardware store. So we start like, I mean, I'm like texting Taylor. I'm like, we're fucked. We're fucked, boys. And uh, <laughs> and Taylor, like very, very thoughtfully remembered the Internet and sent Ryan and I a, a YouTube video that's like maybe this will help and it's like how to basically how to if how to get into your gas cap if you yeah. lose the key and it requires drilling a hole into the gas cap and then basically just like popping it with a screwdriver okay. like bypass the the lock yeah. so I go into the hardware store across <laughs> the street and uh, I asked to borrow a drill and the guy's like just completely disinterested in my problem he's just like. <laughs> He's like, I don't have one. I was like, yeah. dude, you know, you're on a hardware store. Yeah. He's like, I don't have a cordless. I was like, okay, that's fair. I was like, do you have like, I mean, a hammer and a nail and a fucking screwdriver? I can just bang away at this thing with yeah. it. He's like, like nods, gets me all the things. And as he gives them to me, he's like, I need your sunglasses. And I was like, what? He's like, collateral. <laughs> oh my God. And I'm like, all right, my dude. So I give him my shades. Were they super nice sunglasses? No, a piece of shit sunglasses. But it was, <laughs> you know, I understood. I'm like, yeah, sure, I might sure. run off with this guy's hammer. Yeah. But honestly, the situation that we were kind of like, all right, well, this is our day. Fucked. I mean, I got into the gas cap in like two minutes. It just like, worked. Just bang, bang, bang. And then you just, yeah, put like, just really? jam the screwdriver in and it pops right off. Did you have to buy a new gas cap to replace no, it? No, just like a tiny little hole in there now, which oh. like is now safeguard for the future in yeah. case that ever happens again. Um, throw the, yeah, so kind of uneventful. Throw the screwdriver yeah. in the in the glove box. It was a slight MacGyver moment. I was super proud, even though I oh, just sure. watched a YouTube People video. People walking around <laughs> the like, I, was like, yeah. I got us into yeah. the gas cap. That's totally. right. I'm the king. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that feeling. That like YouTube feeling. is so good for that. Mm. And you then know. you try to explain it to someone else, and they're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I fixed my air No, 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 you don't understand, man. I got into the gas cap. Yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Legendary. Here's your sunglasses back. <laughs> <laughs> did you get your sunglasses? Or I you did, like, this I hammer did. is pretty awesome. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> that guy can have the sunglasses. No, I got, I got my shades back. But yeah, really uneventful tour. Yeah. Wow. Well, what about in your... I feel like in your past, there must have been some eventful there tours. There have been, yeah, yeah for sure. Let's well, there. there's something that we don't always talk about, because uh, I don't know the people well enough to know about inside jokes, but we've definitely... 
from the tour that we've done together have an ongoing inside joke that has stuck with us. We do the entire and it time. Has, yeah, the funny thing. Yeah, us all no, feel we're gonna make excluded. you wait on it. But I want to yeah. preface it by saying one thing that I think everybody is aware. Everybody who's toured is aware of or should be aware of is that your inside tour jokes are not nearly as funny to anyone else oh, yeah. as you think they are. When I you get know, back and everybody's like, it's, it was damn funny. But it's just like, I yeah, always yeah. have to remember that. Having to explain the story that made it funny and then yeah. you're like, why don't you think this is funny? Well, because you just explained it to me. I didn't live it. Right, but this was know. one of the rare ones I think that sort of does transcend that because people who were not there now say this is a catchphrase. And I'm thinking specifically mm-hmm. my friend Dean, Dean Marilyn will always say, that's my daughter. Hey, that's my so, daughter you're talking about. <laughs> so the story is Little Gold was playing at the cake shop in New York. Uh-huh. Uh, R.I.P. cake shop. Uh-huh. Uh, is it that, dead? Yeah. Closed, closed like uh, a few months ago. They're all closing in New York. It was York. like the last cool thing in the Lower East Side. But, yeah. Oh, That's crazy the cake shop is closed. Uh, yeah, yeah, it really is. End of an era. But uh, So we're playing, and it was like this weird show that we had had, we had a, a good Brooklyn show booked, but I think... We just had another day in New York, so we kind of, Andy Boder at Cake Shop, it was awesome, was like, hey, there's this fest going on, it was called CBGB Fest, which like, <laughs> that's uh, right, I mean, was so out of touch, like, <laughs> and it was bad, like, the lineup was bad, but it was like taking place at a bunch of different clubs, and I think like the main show was in like Times Square or some crap, and yeah. uh, I forget who was playing, but... Uh, so he's like, it's this weird fest thing, but it's like, I can get you guys a slot. I can't guarantee you'll get paid or whatever, but we're just like, yeah, sure. We'll play, you know, we're there anyway. and, uh, we go, we're playing first. It is like my, like few friends that came to the show and, and it's national hug a drummer day. Well, I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. So the band that's playing after us is called, uh, glycerine Queens, glycerine, glycerine Queens, Queens. not glycerine. Okay. Yeah. It's like the Bush song. Glycerine, yeah, glycerine, Queens. glycerine. Uh, they're a group of like eighteen year old young well, we didn't know women that at the time. from Jersey. Am young I am women. I telling the story backwards? Well, women. no, we knew that they were young, but we didn't know how young they were. They were like just out of high school, potentially in high school. I don't know, but anyway, we thought they might have been like college students or whatever. I don't even remember giving it that much thought. I just right, know yeah. that I didn't did, even know apparently. at the time that they were in one of the bands that was playing. Right, they were there with like this, you know, middle aged, you know big tough brawny looking bald guy who turned out to be the father of the drummer okay we and, thought it was uh, like some kind of weird road manager or something i didn't like i don't remember thinking anything i remember <laughs> thought a lot about this cash did cash thought a lot about this so uh, i was like what's up with this guy setting up all their equipment oh, well that was it once yeah once he he was like setting up the drum kit yeah. but this before that even happened i think it was like we're playing there's really not a lot of people at the cake shop these girls from the next band are watching us. They're into it, you know. But Cash, as Cash had pointed out, it was National Hug a Drummer Day, which mm-hmm. I had not heard of. Mm-hmm. But um, he made it up. That's what I'm thinking. So <laughs> Cash Carter, <laughs> Cash Carter playing the drums. I guess it was like breaking songs or something. Cash yeah. was like, "It's National Hug a Drummer Day." Uh, was it? Were we looking for a place to stay or something? Yeah. Or just like, just then, you, or you were just pointing out the fact that I was National pointing Hug out the Drummer fact, Day. and then those girls were like, "Woo, Hug a Drummer!" Woo. Yeah, and they pointed to the girl in their band who was the drummer. Right, but what uh, you know, I didn't realize any of that at the time. We're on stage, so it's kind of like there's a disconnect, and uh, I just hear these young women like you know hooting and hollering. I was like, oh, see, ladies love Cash Carter, Duh. and Cash was like, actually, it's uh, National Make Out with a Drummer Day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, and then I was like, sure I think I think it's actually. Uh, National Finger Drummer's Asshole Day. Yeah. Oh. We're just riffing, you know, just yeah, riffing, yeah. just friendly banter. But sure. that's 
when uh, you hear the fucking the, the quote, the dude just like, hey, that's my daughter. Hey, that's my daughter you're talking about. <laughs> and then we go into our next song, you know, whatever. We finish the set, but then we get off stage, and my friend Dave Seidel comes up to me. He's like, dude, dude, you guys got to get out of here. Oh, like, no that guy's fucking guy's pissed off. And only then did we realize that, like, he is, like, the father of the drummer of this yeah, band. You were and about I, her. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was talking about Cash Carter, finger yeah, Cash like, Carter's asshole. Butt. I would yeah. never suggest. And yeah. these girls were, like, 16. Yeah, yeah, I would never suggest such a thing. That's what we But it was out. a hilarious yeah. misunderstanding, so we just, like, got the fuck out leave? of Cake Shop. We did. Yeah. Stayed around for, like, one of their songs, because <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah. see what it was all about. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wow. But, yeah. We hope you're enjoying this week's episode. If you're digging it, head on over to iTunes and give us a review. Or steer the family web browser to kindercore.com, where you'll find an updated store with items related to our new venture, Kindercore Vinyl. Also, the pilot episode of our new podcast is up and available for download on iTunes, Wild Combinations with DJ Mahogany. Each week, Mark picks a new guest, and they yank a thread from the glorious tapestry of music, movies, and sex. Check it out at kindercore.com. Hey, you got a cigarette, man? You know I know you got one on. This week, we'd like to shine a little light and love on Girls Rock Athens. They're a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering girls and women of all backgrounds and abilities through music education, creation, and performance. They provide leadership opportunities, build self-esteem, and provide girls with a safe place to express themselves. You can check them out at girlsrockathensga.org. That web address again is girlsrockathensga.org. And now back to our show. That's my daughter. That's my daughter. <laughs> uh, that's that's pretty good. So, in that vein, have you ever been in any danger situations on the road? Have you ever have you ever gotten in a gotten in a tight spot? Um, yeah, mostly with like just weather yeah. driving shit, you know. But I'm trying to think. Not people danger. Actually. There is one really fucking weird yeah. story. Yeah. Uh, Let's get it. Get it. <laughs> that I had kind of like repressed this memory, but oh, good. it, it came back it recently. Yeah. So yeah. we were. Uh, this is the story of how you killed a man, right? So which band is this? This was Little Gold, uh, but before I moved to Georgia. So it was the Little Gold. It was the, the Brooklyn lineup. Okay. Which was me, Brian Markham, and Pat Broderick. And then the three of us also played in Ancient Sky together. Um, so both of those bands went and did like a joint European tour in mm -hmm. 2011 and we were in Brussels, which like I am, my last name, DeRoke is Belgian from what people have told me. I don't okay. know. I'm a, I'm a mutt. I'm a older thing. But anyway, I was excited to be in Belgium. I'm like, I've never yeah. been here before. I want to see the motherland. And, uh, <laughs> so, but unfortunately, so the, okay. The guy that books the show is this like super aggro dude. He was like. White dude with long, long dreadlocks past his ass in like a tracksuit, like Puma, cool. full on Puma <laughs> cool. tracksuit. Not your typical like <laughs> DIY indie rock promoter. He, no. he, I mean, I was just like, okay. And he was super, everything he did was like aggressive. Like oh, even yeah. he was trying to be your friend very right. aggressively. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, we were all kind of put off by this guy, but he booked us a show. He was putting us up. So we're like, all right. You had well, to stay with him too. We did. Oh. We did have to stay with him. <clears throat> and uh, it gets to the point where like we're all just kind of like, oh, man, we don't really like this guy. But he's being nice, whatever. So we go after we play. There's like another show 
like near where we played. I think it was another American band. I don't remember who it was, but um, we show up at their show and they make some like remark like between songs when it's like hey there's this uh another american band here a bunch of I, I forget what he called us he called us like the competition and it was all totally like jokey you right. know and just i think yeah, he might have yeah. called us like bozos or something you know just some like innocuous sure inoffensive thing uh brushed it off but we leave the club later and this dude the Belgian guy was just seething. He's just like, that's he not, that's that not about- cool, man. It's oh like, my God. he's like, he's, he's like, it's an affront to you. It's like, and it's a front an affront to me. He's like, that's fucked up, man. It's like, we got to fuck them up. And we're just like, no, dude, like <laughs> not at all. We're going to go back to your place. We're going to, he had an Ali G kind of vibe, yeah. man. Yeah. So we're like, we're just going to go back and watch a movie, like drink a beer or whatever. Like, do not worry about it. He wanted to go and watch Boondock Saints. Exactly. <laughs> or Snatch or something. So we go, yeah, we go back to his house, whatever, forget about it. And then the next day, it slowly is revealed. I think he, like, told one of us. I, I'm trying to remember how it unfolded, but I, I he didn't tell me. One of my bandmates was like, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. This guy went back. What? Smashed the windows of the van of this other band. Holy shit. And he said he did it, like, for us, quote oh, unquote, like uh, in, in our name. He's sure, like, sure. yeah, I did this for you guys. I got your back, you know, yeah. like, and we were just like, holy <laughs> shit, like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. so he, and he was so fucking aggro and like, oh God, we finally were just like, I think we had a, another day off and we weren't planning on leaving, but we're like, we gotta get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah. So we're like <laughs> peeling out and this dude is literally like chasing after us like, add me on Facebook. Oh my God. Come on. <laughs> you know, just like, just trying so hard to be our friend. And we're like, man, you oh, did. Wow. Did you add him on Facebook? I think he was my Facebook friend for a little while. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think he added me and then I, I you felt the, the societal pressure. But then I, I think. After I, so I told this story recently in like a flagpole thing that I, but uh, it hasn't been published yet. But uh, oh, oh, let's no. get it out quick. Try yeah, yeah, yeah. Them. You guys got to yeah. turn us around. Yeah. Um, but I, after that, I, I thought about. it. I was like, hmm, I wonder if that guy's still my Facebook friend. So uh, <laughs> and I, I don't, th- I don't think he is. Yeah. I think uh, you remember. You'll find out. Because I'm not going to say any names. Uh, I bet he would. Um, oh, he make, will, he would come for me. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would, would come fly in the night. over here. Yeah. With, I thought we were bros. He'd be like, I'm doing this for you. <laughs> <laughs> Saving you from yourself. So that was terrifying. Crowbar yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, who knows what this dude is going to do? I mean, he's yeah. like loose cannon. It is interesting when sometimes when you're on tour and you meet like people from different worlds, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. in his world, whatever f- world that he fucking lives in, like that's appropriate to <laughs> exactly. him. Right. Like, like it, that, that seemed like a reasonable thing to do completely. And, and something that you actually should have thanked him for in right. his mind. Right. That you I think he was been baffled. Like, been like, Oh shit, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, thanks man. You got our backs. God. But, uh, yeah, because you know you're just like that's not anything that we would do in the world <laughs> no, that I live in. That is like, not cool yeah, at all. Like, no. it's, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It is wild. Um, wow, that's but, that's pretty good. Yeah, but most, I mean, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever had a moment where I feared for my life, so to speak. That's good. But that was a situation we knew we needed to get out. You're of. like, yeah, this is not okay. Not okay. Yeah. <laughs> you have any other van stories of like? Van breaking down. I don't feel like we had oh, any van man. trouble. No, but Manegor Woods did. Like it was the very. I will say you have been lucky lately because our tour was actually really good too. Yeah, thanks for jinxing it, Cash Card. Well, that's, <laughs> let's go back to the uh, what was it the um, the deer hoof thing 
when Deerhoof came on the podcast and was like, uh, we, we don't have any problems. We've never had any problems. We've never had any, had any problems. And then they got in an accident right Two afterwards. Two days later. Yeah. yeah. That's why I never say stuff like that. We didn't even say it until we got back and Taylor was the one first. It was like, it's like, hey, man, yeah, it's pretty pretty successful. No problems. Uh-huh. And I'm like, we're not home yet. We had just dropped <laughs> off Ryan. I was like, there's the one one more drive. But you had uh, problems with Woods and Meneguars. You no, know, that was the one that was really fucked up. So we were in Paris. It was it was a Meneguar tour, but Woods had just sort of become a thing. And so we ended up, uh, it was just me and Jeremy at the time. Uh, Jeremy and, I, and actually Jarvis was playing drums. But we had, we played like a few of those shows on the, that tour. Because um, again, it was a situation where like all the members of one band were in this other band. So it was just like, why not? Mm-hmm. But we were going to Paris and, you know, I'd never been to Paris. I was very excited. And uh, I think we got about like, I don't know, five miles, five kilometers from the venue. <laughs> Van breaks down and we're on the highway. So we managed to get off to like the soft shoulder. And uh, this is like a van you rent. You this was, there. Yeah. We uh, went through a Czech company called Fluff Wheels. I don't know if they're still oh. around, but very professional. Like, Fluff Wheels. Tour managing. Yeah. And our driver, okay. our driver was a Czech kid, like a Czech, like emo kid named Jakob, uh-huh. who was awesome. Sweetheart. Loved, yeah. loved Jakob. But uh, he didn't speak French. So we pull over. Uh, it was a flat. That was it. We got a flat. And the the spare tire in this van is like under the van. You know what uh, I mean? It's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. have to like jack it up and then like sure. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of complicated. You have to load whatever. So we like we're trying to figure out how to do this. It's like this van is not very user friendly. So we ultimately <laughs> realized it's like to even get this thing jacked up, we have to take all our gear out, Ugh. which is a nightmare. It's like starting to be rush hour oh. we're on the side of the highway we take all our gear out oh, we're just lined God. up on the highway there's four of us i think i was wearing the uh because the van absurdly came with like an orange like a bright orange reflective like safety vest oh, so i'm wearing awesome. i'm wearing the you vest put it on the nice. first chance i got yeah yeah like guys but, have been uh, waiting for this yeah. all week so like you know it takes us maybe an hour to get like get all this shit done and then we finally get the spare down the spare's also flat yeah and at this point we're like <laughs> kind of like low-key mad at Jakob, right because we're like you should have known man you should have checked the right right the spare before we left for tour man but it's like we also can't be mad at Jakob because he was sweet and yeah. uh, he genuinely whatever it wasn't his fault but uh so we're at this point like kind of fucked and uh traffic's getting heavier and heavier and i'm just at this point we're just trying to flag people down i'm the only one in the band who spoke any french whatsoever and my french is remedial like high yeah. school french for you yeah know, fucking 10 years prior so uh finally <laughs> like it gets to the point where like we stop cops and the cops were laughing at us like i mean everybody <laughs> just thought this was the funniest goddamn thing oh, these and we would like Americans. try and flag down people yeah and like french people would be like looking at us like doing air guitar <laughs> out the window you know like laughing and like yeah you know honking at us and we're like Really? Really, guys? <laughs> Gotta get to the gig! Yeah. So, uh, ultimately, I mean, we were probably on the side of the road for about five hours. Yeah. And then finally, like, a that van, like, a, a work van stops, and it's a husband and wife, and husband speaks no English, the wife spoke a little bit of English, and basically, at this point, it was like nine, we're like, we gotta get to the club, we're about to play, like, our yeah. set is about to start, so we just grab our guitars, and this was like 2000. 2006 so there were we had a cell phone i think Jakob had a cell phone but it wasn't like yeah 
it wasn't you know it was a, it was a simpler time sure uh, <laughs> yeah 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 so we finally Jakob's finally like i will stay with the van you guys go so yeah. i'll stay and get it towed and whatever and so Jakob, like a like a saint that he was he stayed <laughs> and you know we just jumped in with like literally our guitars and like our drumsticks and like yeah. showed up at the venue and they're basically like okay 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 you guys are on like and they each they handed us each a shot of whiskey <laughs> All and right. then, and then, literally, like ushered us up onto the stage, which had a curtain. It was like I forget yeah. what the venue was, but it's like so we take a shot of whiskey, and then the curtain opens, and we're playing in Paris. Wow! It was like we just sat on the highway for five hours, like not four miles from That's here. Amazing. Yeah, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking awful. <laughs> Needless to say, show? D- show was good. Didn't, was it? Didn't get to hang out in Paris though. No, no. no. Had to go back and deal with the vans. What ended That's up happening right. with the van? I mean, just got a new tire. Yeah. yeah, but Jakob actually had to stay. I think the night at the service station, which uh, was like real shitty. That's right. Oh, that's why I've never wanted to be a. Where did you guys end up no, staying? It's thankless. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we stayed. Oh, stayed with my friend Isabel. Who uh, that was the first time we'd ever met. She was just a you know someone at the show who ended up moving to Brooklyn and like yeah we're still buddies. Wow. Cool. So yeah, pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, love that too about towards like you know you end up making friends that you, you have for life i mean even on the that last tour we went on met some people that i'll probably be friends with for a long time cherish cherished yeah. friendships cherish the time we have <laughs> what is what know. are you singing <laughs> I don't, I don't think it, yeah he's chris been singing the right song did uh know. now when madonna did that song cherish it was like not a cover but she clearly like kind of ripped off was it just uh. like was it an homage I don't know. Because she kind of rips some of the lyrics a little bit. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an expert. I want someone to. <laughs> but you are an expert. You're a, you're a songwriter. That, that, Called a lawyer. That, that, uh, that makes you an expert. Right? Well, I'm not an expert on Madonna specifically. Uh-huh. I am an expert on pop music. <laughs> uh, just generally as yeah. a whole. Yeah. But not Madonna specific. no, specifically. No, not, she's I, I, excluded yeah. from your knowledge. She's not excluded, but I, I'm not a I'm not a Madonna uh, specialist. No, okay, you wouldn't teach a class on Madonna. I wouldn't, specifically. I wouldn't be qualified. Just to. a general 101 right. pop music That's class, right. maybe. <laughs> okay, I would love to teach that. Yeah, I also probably am not qualified to teach that. <laughs> I like to think that I am, but I probably am not. Uh, yeah. Are there any like? Um, Places to eat that stick out in your mind that you're always like, I want to go back there when we get there. Oh, man. What was that place we ate in Chicago? The chicken. It was like a fresh rotisserie chicken. They had chicken oh, in the backyard. Shit. Feed, was it called? Yeah. Feed. F-E-E-D in Chicago. We ended up going back again that day, right? Yeah, we ate there. Like, that's the sign of a place where it's like, okay, I got to go back there. Like The same day. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. same day. Because we're only in Chicago for 24 hours. Yeah. Right. Oh, man, I forgot That place about was that. amazing. That place was amazing. And then, okay, so there's this place in San Diego that has become, like, legend in my head. Uh, it's this little tiny, like, burrito place, like, hole-in-the-wall kind of thing. It's in Ocean Beach in San Diego. And I don't get out to San Diego very often. It's, like, once every five or six years. And we were just out there. But I was convinced this place was called El Rodeo. And the first time I ever went there, I think it was, like, 2002. Mm. And, uh, and then I went back, like, six years ago, and it was still there. It might have been called El Rodeo at one point, but I was, like, obsessed with it. Best fish burrito I've ever had. First time I went there, I think I ate there three times in 24 hours. Wow. I, like, just kept going back. Damn. And uh, and so it's still there, but it's now called Mike's Taco something. And I was, like, I was like very <laughs> wary about the name. Yeah. But all the Google reviews are, like, this place is the shit, like, it's Trump's this is America. Like, it's, they had to change their name. Exactly. It's like yeah. Mike's Taco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. American Tacos. It's a picture of Pence with yeah. a fucking thumbs up. But uh, so sadly, I didn't get to eat there this time around. 
Why? <sighs> oh, this is stupid. It's not even a good story. I just I was so fucking passionate about this this burrito, and yeah. then we were staying in La Jolla with my friend Emily, and and she, you know, uh, La Jolla and Ocean Beach are not. You know, it we, just doesn't work out. Yeah, sometimes. we got there, and she's like, "Let's just go to this place around the corner," and I was like. All right, I've been talking. I've been talking about this burrito for like yeah, it's it's only all the tour. thing I've been talking about. But then the sometimes time. you just have to know when to right. let it go. No, 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 that's true. Yeah, no. when we were in Toronto recently, I really wanted to get um, Indian food, and uh, and it just didn't happen. No. And you know what? That's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Sometimes it feels like the end of the world, but ultimately. It's I, yeah, it didn't. <laughs> really thankfully for no. me that time. Did I we hope hit we didn't the West Coast? I don't think we did. We did. never did. Yeah. Okay. But uh, I was wondering if I not with yeah not with I that. I didn't lineup. remember anything about the West Coast, but I remember it was a month long tour, so I thought maybe we did. Yeah, I. Uh, it's kind of tough to do the full U.S. in a month. I mean, yeah. like you kind of need really to haul ass. Get on it. Uh, yeah. well, the, the pauses yeah. were in earlier, and we ended up hitting West Coast and back in two weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, that yeah. was a haul. Well, we that spent was a hell of a haul. We spent a week. I think it was like seven or eight days on the West Coast, and then, uh, I mean, got home in like three or four days. Like we just like all that. Yeah. yeah, we had shows on the way back, but we were kind of just like, all right, well, let's get home. <laughs> yeah. Like three nineteen-hour drive. Sweet. Yeah, it took our sweet time getting out of there. That was a funny one too. We like so we had after L.A. Uh, we had Flagstaff, Santa Fe, and then a scheduled day. We just couldn't find anything. Yeah, a day off, and then. The next show is in Cleveland, Mississippi. So Santa Fe to Cleveland, Whoa. Mississippi is like 16 hours yeah. or some yeah. shit. So in Santa Fe, we played this really cool little DIY space called Zephyr. And uh, they were kind enough to let us crash there. So we play the show. We crash in the space. But we end up – we have a day off the next day. So we uh, stay up all night. We're drinking. Uh, we're playing cards. It was just like – it was actually uh, a really sweet night because it was the it, one night. It sound like the best night. It was just Those the four the of us. Like it was the just the four of yeah. us. It was like we just fucking bonded. There was – I mean yeah. – it's great. Obviously, I love meeting new people, but it was kind of like a special night where it's just like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. just like the band, the band together, hanging yeah. out. So that was cool. But we we like we were up late, so we didn't wake up until about noon. And then you had to. And we got hours. a message from this kid in Norman, Oklahoma. Like he wrote it at noon. <laughs> he was uh, like, "Hey guys, actually got a show for you tonight. What? If you can make it, uh, if you can make it by five, we need you to like sound check." And we're like, "Dad, we're like eight hours away, yeah, and it's yeah. noon." But yeah. then it becomes this thing where we're like, "Well, fuck!" And so we're like writing back and forth with this guy, and he's like, "Actually, he's like, well, yeah, if you can get here by like eight or nine, it should be fine." He's like, "And actually, I might have a second show for you." And what? then, it, it, yeah, it was crazy. It goes from like us waking up, having a day off, to being like, "Can we get to Norman, Oklahoma, in like seven hours?" Yeah. And it feels like a weird reality show challenge or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, all right, we got two shows. I love that kind of stuff. And it worked out. Tour. It was great. Really? We like rolled up uh, just into it was like their art walk. Yeah. So yeah. we were able to just actually like set up on the street because nice. there's like noise permits for the whole yeah, yeah. the whole event. Yeah. So we just set up on the street, played like five songs, and then went and played a show at some like warehouse space like right after that I was like this was amazing nice we started the day with no shows we ended the day with two shows yeah <laughs> and then you and, and we're halfway to where we were halfway, halfway. Yeah. yeah so that was cool that's awesome it's nice when those things work out yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was the kind of this whole tour sort of felt very fortunate in that way you know, yeah serendipitous you need to have more bad luck though yeah. i know because, for, for on, better man. stories i know i know so anything you can think of that's like <laughs> the the like what 
No, no. I just it's funny to think that like our pod, the success of of, this of our podcast. podcast is predicated on people having a miserable <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, um, like let's be real. Those are the more interesting stories. Well, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, and, you know, sometimes it's like a funny triumphant story, but I mean, generally it's like yeah. And then shit. What the reason like why the agenda one is so ridiculous is because like everything bad happens to us. <laughs> like everything bad happens. <laughs> Gene in here. Gene oh, Wolford. yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gene's oh, coming. God, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought maybe <laughs> yeah. I was derailing and not even realizing I was derailing the podcast. No, no, again. I was derailing it this time. <laughs> I took it from you. <clears throat> um, is there any specific, like, crazy... Like, when you think about touring, this is a story you think about when you think about, like, how shit can go south quickly? Uh, like with Maneguars or Woods. I'm trying to think of other ones that happened well, with like, us, and I can't really think of other... By the time we were... To- it wasn't as... Like, honestly, the first tour I ever went on was before Maneguar was Maneguar. Our old band name was Cheryl's Magnetic Aura. <laughs> this was, like, 2002. I mean, I was maybe... How old was I? 2002. We were all in our early 20s. Like, yeah. we were babies. Would have been... First tour. Uh, and that 24. shit was... 23. Uh, equal parts like amazing and also a total nightmare because we had no idea what we were doing mm-hmm. we we're just kind of like going by the seat of our pants like right i had no clue i guess we leave our house and yeah. drive to this place and that was like 2002 so like i don't think any of us had phones or anything it was mm-hmm. still the era of like uh printed at least there was MapQuest that was yeah. a thing yeah yeah but uh just man you know i can't really think of one specific story from that but it was just like that feeling of like who knows what the fuck is going to happen? Um, so many places right. like where we're like sort of finding a place to stay and then we show up and it's like not cool. No, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like we meet some oh, yeah. like sketchy kid at the show. He's like, oh, yep. yeah, you crashed me. And we get there and it's like not yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what would you do in those? Would you we would go just leave. It we no leave? we yeah. we we learned pretty fast like, we're like yeah. let's just get the fuck out of here yeah and, uh, we'd I've definitely been in a couple sleep times in the van where somebody's like or something. follow me to my house yeah and you follow to the person to their house and then you get there and like they're in their car and you're in your van and you're like mm, let's not stop keep yeah. driving yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep going, keep going. <laughs> and then you're like why is it, is he following us no no okay good he gave up yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's uh Well, another thing is you always end up meeting other bands and 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 it's funny to track their careers uh and see the ones that you play with when they're just starting out mm-hmm. and see how they go like for example, whenever we played New Paltz and played with Power Bottom. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like within Well, you called it. You're like this band's going to blow up. Yeah. And then within the year they're yeah. like well, I mean, that was within, I think they had just started as a band. It was within their yeah. first few shows or whatever. That's so crazy to me. I yeah, didn't, I didn't and, realize that. 
we bonded with them and we're still friends with them. Uh, but I remember seeing that band and going, this band is going to be huge. And I remember telling everyone, like, you got to look out for Power Bottom. Because they were amazing. They write amazing songs. And they put on a great show. Mm-hmm. And, like, the, everything going on with them is kind of really current. You know, like, dealing oh, yeah, with yeah, current yeah. issues, dealing with things like that. Now they're... Uh, and now they're getting huge. Um when they just got signed to Polyvinyl, but yeah, you, awesome. you end up seeing those bands like that that you 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 run across. I remember whenever uh, I was in the Cadets, we'd always run into Strike Anywhere. That band Strike Anywhere, <laughs> yeah, everywhere that we went, and they they ended up becoming a big emo band. But at the time, like we were nothing alike as bands. Like, right. We were in, like a nerdy indie band, and they were like a emo hardcore band or whatever. But you'd always run into these bands. Well, there's yeah. always that thing where you're like on the same path as another band and right. you're like at the same venues a day apart like yeah. for long stretches of stuff it's like uh did you ever have you ever used that as an opportunity to like cryptically communicate with each yeah, other yeah like, i remember each other's posters we would or something? we would start like yeah you'd, or you'd like leave notes for each other yeah, in the, bathroom yeah. the venues yeah. i just remember it's a crazy fucking thing that happened in uh on that that same tour with the belgian guy uh that ancient sky little gold tour it was in like Toulouse. No, it wasn't Toulouse. Toulouse is a fucking magnificent, magical place that everybody should go to. That was one of the best places. But uh, it was, God, I can't remember what town in France it was. But uh, we stayed at the venue. It was like a squat, but some of these squats are like proper. They're right. just proper venues. They're really nice. So it was like the kind of thing where a lot of these places in Europe, it's like downstairs is the club. Upstairs, there's a bunch of beds and shit. And yeah. the show, I think there were like five bands, <coughs> two American bands, a Spanish band, a French band, like from all over. And yeah. we're all crashing upstairs. So it's like 40 people. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was kind of a party that night. And uh, I think I was like, it was one of the nights I was like, I'm not really feeling I'm going to go to bed early. So like whatever, we're all passed out. And then out of nowhere, there's like a fucking raid like cops just show up and are like demanding id and we're all asleep and we're all foreign yeah it was the craziest thing and they're just (laughs) i mean it was so so surreal just like this isn't really happening and then i start uh our friend charles was driving us on that tour so like they just woke you up in the middle of the night and i don't think anything happened they just like showed up at the venue like okay is everybody you know and like we all had i mean that wasn't the crazy part the crazy part was that kind of crazy while this is going on it was crazy but then our friend charles is like holy shit there's blood everywhere you guys there's blood everywhere and charles is like a dramatic (laughs) dude and he's just freaking out and i'm all like i can barely handle what's going on up here yeah and he's like no you guys gotta come quick and then our, our our friend Adam, who was filling in on bass with Ancient Sky on that tour, he's like, Adam's missing, man. He's like, oh, no. there's blood everywhere, and Adam's gone. What? And, yeah, I know. And like, he exploded. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. And Charles is absolutely losing his shit. Like, yeah, not handling this at all. And we're all just like, okay, dude. Like, we're was all there asleep. really blood everywhere? And I think the funny thing about it was Charles had like stayed up later than everyone else. Uh, he had partied like pretty hard, like yeah, much yeah. harder than anyone else. So, he's pretty so we were up. all asleep, and Charles is like screaming like a fucking lunatic yeah. like to wake us all up and be like we go downstairs there's blood everywhere not what i picture when someone's screaming blood not like, everywhere not like murder blood it, everywhere. no it was like a trail of blood it looked like oh. someone had cut themselves something but 
Adam was gone, and one of the guys, from, it was that band, The Pharmacy from Seattle, I think. One of their band, band members was gone. Okay. And no one no one knew where they were. But and you guys so got in a knife fight. We started, that's, all signs are pointing to the knife <laughs> fight. So we just, finally, we start calling hospitals and, like, all this shit. And so they're, like, nowhere around. They're, like, not Yeah, on and the I grounds. think at this point, too, the cops, like, left. They were like, all right, good luck finding your friend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, didn't, they didn't care at all. We and, just want to uh, make sure you guys all had IDs. Now we're... Yeah, exactly. Now we're going to, like, wake you up, make yeah. you all, you know, terrified and then leave. And uh, I know, recognize it could have gone probably way worse. But uh, ultimately, these stories are never as interesting as, like, they feel at the time. Because Adam and this other dude just had, like, met some girls and, like, went off and hung out with them all night. You Where'd know? the and, blood like, come from? I think Adam had a nosebleed. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a bad nosebleed. Really but he shows a... up the next day. He's like, oh, yeah, no, I just had a nosebleed. And, you yeah. Know, but at the time, it was like he had gone, you know, it was like, he was trail. It's like the family circus when the little yeah, kid's yeah, yeah. footsteps is like, oh, my God, he was here. And then he was in the bathroom. And then Charles, Charles like, couldn't get He's over to death. that there was blood in the urinal. Like, that was oh the part that Charles couldn't handle. He's like, there's blood in the urinal. Something's very wrong. <laughs> Right, dude. <laughs> Something's very wrong. I love sometimes having somebody like that can be <clears throat> annoying, but other times it can be fucking oh, he hilarious. Was, yeah, he was amazing. It he can be oh, so funny. This dude is like again, like every I feel like every tour is like an MVP. Charles is not in either of the bands. He's just a good friend of ours, and uh, he's a graphic. He's designer. like a John McClane. Kind, kind, well, two very different people, but two yet yeah, the spirit is there. Fuck yeah! But so Charles like. From he, Die Hard, he, he, no, one of my best friends also named John McClane <laughs> from Philadelphia. He lives in yeah, Philly now. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah. But anyway, so uh, Charles, like, Sorry. this is the kind of guy he is. No, it's just a, he wasn't in either band. He was in Europe, coincidentally, when we were there. So he's like, hey, maybe I'll come meet up with you guys for like, you know, drive around with you for a week. He ended up driving us oh, for wow. the entire month. Wow. Just like started driving. Then he's like, oh, I'm having fun. Wow. And he like his job like allowed him to do it. And he was like, That's fuck crazy. it. I was like, dude, you are the greatest. Yeah. We also got lost every day. Because... <laughs> I bet the greatest of being a friend, not at driving and finding exactly. your way places. Yeah. But none of us knew where the fuck we were going. Yeah. So. That's yeah. great. Well, it was fun. I bring up John McClane because he ended up going with us half of our tour. That's right. Yeah, exactly. That kind of dude who's just yeah. like willing to jump in the van yeah. and go with you. And He was in most like... of our tour. He, uh, and he stayed here for a while afterwards, right? Yeah. yeah. And John John was in Little Gold for a little while. He was the bassist of Little Gold. Also before. a dead dog. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. That was his claim to fame. That band's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Those records are really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he... And I'm surprised nothing crazy. I mean, we maybe did, but I don't remember. Like, John McClane, you would think that with him in the van, like... We would get into some crazy shit, but I don't think that we did. There was one, tr- I think, this was when Chase was still in the bands. Before you played drums, we were driving to, uh, where were we going? We were in Pennsylvania. This is I the know hash that. story. This is the hash story. And uh, I I don't know if he would appreciate, well, whatever. Chase, I love Chase to death. He had a lot of hash on him. <laughs> in the van. <laughs> And before we left, I was like, if you're going to bring drugs, just, like, bring, like, a tiny amount, just, like, enough for you, like, but, like, uh, you know, just be careful, because you never know. And uh, so I hadn't seen what he brought. I didn't really think about it. But then this, so this one drive, we were in Pennsylvania. It's, like, a night. It's, like, I think we're driving through the night to get somewhere. And uh, John McClain, okay, here's the deal. John McClain was in the front. Taylor was driving. And then Chase and I were in the back. And I... At this point, I was the only one with a valid license. Oh, boy. 
John Chase didn't have him. And Taylor had lost, he had a license, but he lost it like the first day of tour. So okay. but I was like, I just can't drive all the time. So Taylor's like, well, I'll drive, you know, and if, if we get pulled over, like we can switch. Cause like, luckily Ken Griffey Jr. was piled up pretty high right. in the back. So like, so you could, yeah, but like, we didn't think that would actually happen. And, uh, so sure. what, what took place is we had just smoked a bunch of hash. Cause okay. it was a, a long drive. Yeah. Got really stoned. I'm sitting in the back seat reading uh, Scar Tissue, the Anthony Kiedis bio, <laughs> which is an amazing story. It is uh, that dude is. I've heard so much good things about that. It book. is ridiculous. I mean, I'm not a fan of the Chili Peppers really, but his life is insane. Yeah. It's so good. So anyway, whatever. That's the situation. John yeah. has to pee, so he's like, "There's nowhere." It's one of these stretches of Pennsylvania. Uh, There's nowhere. He's like, "Can you just pull over and pee?" So whatever, we pull over. Everybody's fucking baked as hell. And like John gets back in the van. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm no. like, what are you talking? And then I'm like, oh, I sort of see the lights behind uh, us. I'm like, oh, fuck. And then it like, it all sort of starts to like to come to together seat. very slowly, but then quickly. We're like, oh shit. Oh shit. Christian is the only one with a license. Yeah. I'm like barefoot in the backseat. I'm just like <laughs> kicking back. So Taylor and I are like climbing over. Meanwhile, everybody's lighting up cigarettes because That's the right. van stinks. Yeah. Side, just a little note, we had my dog, Betty, with us on that trip. We okay. just decided it was the one and only time I brought Betty on a tour. She was great, but, like, my dog was there, so it just yeah, adds a layer. that adds another complication. So, whatever, I get in the front seat, cop comes up. Should have put the dog in the front seat. I know, that would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see your license? <laughs> 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 you yeah, just tilt the head. Yeah. <laughs> but so the cop's like... Why, why are you guys pulled over? And uh, I'm the driver at this point. So yeah. it's like you kind of default Did to you the say driver. That to You're like, I'm the driver. I've I'm been the driver. driving this whole time. <laughs> I'm the driver. I've been driving yeah, the whole time, I promise. No, it's like John McClain is in passenger seat. And at the same time, I open my mouth. I'm like, uh, he had to pee. John opens his mouth and says, we had a shaky tire. Oh, my God. And I like look at him. I'm like, dude driver yeah, just yeah. let me do this just, yeah, and then yeah. so i go he had to pee and at the same time again he says shaky tire oh my god and i'm like oh i'm like at this point i got my head in my hand i'm like yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is not cool yeah yeah like we're all going to jail <laughs> betty's going to the pound shaky whatever tire. yeah so then the cop like he's and he's one of these badass state troopers with the hat and everything yeah. and the chin strap and whatever so he goes around side of the van he like shines his flashlight a little bit and then like finally it's like Shines a light at John, and he's like, why don't you just tell me you had to take a piss? <laughs> <laughs> and we're all like, <laughs> and he let us go. And I'm like, he had to know. We all, oh my like, God. clearly, clearly were just The baked. dog got you out of it. He saw the I dog, think and he's so. like, man, I don't have time I think for this so. shit. But <laughs> the, it was only after that fact that, like, I realized how much hash we actually yeah. had in the oh, van. I was God. like, oh, my God. I'm glad I didn't know. Yeah. Because... Because you would have been like, I would have been way more nervous. Yeah, you would have screamed, probably We have just, so much yeah. hash in the van. Here, just take face. it. <laughs> I've been driving the whole time. Here's our hash. <laughs> I just want to be in compliance. <laughs> Wasn't it like Shaky basically tire. like a brick of hash? It was It was not a, it was a lot of hash. Yeah. <laughs> it was wow. more hash than we should have I had. think your dog got you out of that one, definitely. I think so. I feel There's like, also another yeah. time on that trip when my dog ate a weed cookie. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a peanut butter weed cookie that someone had gifted us and it was just left out in the van. Of course. What? How did the dog what feel about that? I was so freaked out, and it was a Sunday. I couldn't get a hold of my vet. I finally got a hold of someone. We were in like Michigan, but I finally got someone from the UGA uh, uh, vet, veterinary hot like a yeah, school yeah. on the yeah. phone. So it was just a, some student. I was like, "My dog ate a weed cookie. I'm in Michigan. What do I do?" <laughs> just like <laughs> stifling laughter. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. your dog's just gonna be pretty high." Yeah, for a while. but actually, 
I know, I've heard some dogs have bad reactions. Betty was fine. She actually like it mellowed her out. Yeah, she was a little more. She's a little uh, bit high strung. Mr. So, like, President, my Chihuahua. Yeah, and it's a good, good and, name. Yeah, he's yeah he's dead. He was a total asshole, but he was um, but he was my asshole. Yeah, you know. But he and and Black Bolt, the other dog, when she was a puppy, got into a bag of weed and ate it. You know, yeah. and Black Bolt was huge, so you know whatever. Right. She was just like she just went and laid down. Mr. President was a tiny ass Chihuahua, and so he like lost his mind, right? Like his his legs were pointing straight out, like he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't relax. You know, like his eyes were bugging out of his head, like his ears were twitching, like he was he was freaking out, right? But that's scary. That's how yeah. I react, and that's why I don't smoke weed. Nah. Yeah. Like, like I, I am Mr. Imagine, President. Yeah. Cash Carter he hates drug just, culture. He would have yeah. just been like. I'm I do freaking, hate drug culture. I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out, man. I'm freaking out, man. So we took him to the vet, and um, and my wife was really embarrassed and was just like, oh, God. And, and our vet is just awesome. She was like Dr. Dot at Animal Wellness Clinic. Mm-hmm. If you're in Athens, take your dog there. She's fucking awesome. But she was just like, no, no, this happens all the time. You know, like, this is just something that happens. Um, and she's like, you know, we're like, well, what do we do? What do we do? He's freaking out. And she's just like, you know. Go home, sit on the couch, put a movie on. Yeah, just turn the lights down. Just what just, you would you know, do? <laughs> yeah, just basically, you know, he's having kind of a rough time. Just chill out, yeah. you know, just just pet him, make get sure him he feels the, like he's okay. Get him to the chill out tent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get him some orange slices. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he was he was cool. It was awesome. fine. Yeah, yeah, but it is terrifying when that shit happens. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, what? Oh yeah. my god! I bet he was just in the back, like, man, chill out. Yeah, Everything's she, was, fine. she was cool. Was everybody <laughs> so upset about? What's yeah. everybody upset about? <laughs> I'm because she uh, Betty doesn't like to have this voice. (laughs) Betty doesn't like to sit on the floor of the moving van. Like Uh, it freaks her out. Yeah. So she the whole first week of that trip, she was like struggling to find a comfy spot in the van. And once she got high, she like (laughs) found it. There was like a a stack of sort of like (laughs) it was like the amps or like the heads in the middle of the two back captain seats, and then Uh, a bunch of pillows on top of it. uh, And she just got up. It was like just perched so like basically she like was a, in the caterpillar from alice in wonderland exactly at that point. or like a like a gargoyle just like yeah. perched yeah. on the top like <laughs> higher up than everyone it was awesome uh, how are you doing That's down there stuff. she's a fantastic I'm dog just betty. Yeah. i'm gonna shout out to my dog right yeah. now. yeah betty is a good dog. betty if you're listening yeah uh betty she, she follows dog. the podcast does she yeah. oh mm-hmm. cool 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 um well awesome man thank you for uh thank you for being here yeah, yeah do you have anything else that you uh anything you wanted to get to that you didn't guts you need spilling not really no. no uh the one thing i didn't talk about was just it was super weird to be on tour uh while like trump was i mean all this shit's been going down because we basically left like three days before he was inaugurated oh, and it was one yeah. of the goddamn weirdest things to see to witness what's been happening in the country like from a different place every day it felt right. really disconnected because you know we're getting updates on like facebook of what people were doing back home yeah and it's like man I feel like I want to be home for like right. just to, you know, kind of be part of this and, and help out my, you know, my community. But uh, also it was just so surreal and really interesting to see it from the perspective of just like traveling. Just know? being uh, in different and, parts uh, of the country, seeing how they are dealing with it or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And, and in New Orleans, it was, it was where we were uh, inauguration day. And we played that day with uh, two like pretty political punk bands, this band Gland and this band Adults. And that was really inspiring. Really yeah, great I saw show. some pictures from that with you guys. You guys went to a march too that day, right? <laughs> The next day, yeah, we went to the Women's March in, yes. uh, in New Orleans. In New Orleans. It was, it was yeah, beautiful. it looks like that was amazing. So beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really cool. That's awesome. But yeah, just such a surreal time to be on the road. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. And know. to be alive. Yeah, well, yeah. Just in general. Yeah. A surreal time. It yeah. really is an unfortunate time yeah. to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, it's like, especially being a musician and stuff, you wonder, 
how things are going to go. And I, you know what? I, I hear this bullshit argument and I really fucking hate it. The like, well, at least we're going to have great punk rock. Oh, that like, is the dumbest. Like, shit. fuck you. People said that when Bush was, I was like, that is the laziest shit. Like yeah. there should be great punk rock either yeah. way. And we don't need other people to be oppressed and like have shitty lives so that you can have great punk rock. Like go fuck yourself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> tell yeah. us how you really feel. No, but seriously, I hate <laughs> yeah. that. That pisses me off so much. I'm still upset that Fugazi hasn't gotten back together. Yeah. I, I feel like that's the only rational response that to really is yeah, that's a great great call but, um, um well so uh so how do um how do people find you on the internet if they're interested in learning more i mean uh, aside okay. from just so, googling deep state uh we have a new record coming out on friendship fever and it's amazing in april april 14th and it's deepstate.bandcamp.com uh, you can also go to the friendship fever website they've got some some info on us we have i think We'll have a new video for one of the songs in any day now. I feel cool. like it's probably going to be out in, nice. in, within the next week. And uh, and Loose Knives is still really new, but uh, there is one song that's been recorded uh, with Jesse Mangum at, at the Glow Studio for his uh, summer singles last year. Uh-huh. So that's that's up on Muka, I think is how you say the name of the label. It's up on his Bandcamp page. It's M O E K E, and then uh, Blunt Bangs is like the mystery project, man. We uh, we have this EP that I'm not even on, <laughs> but there's videos out there. There's a video there for videos. Taylor there's Swift. A video for Taylor Swift. Uh, I had a but, little bit of trouble getting the EP out. It's been like a year yeah. since it was sent away to come out, and kind of don't know what's going to happen with that. We might just record a new album and, yeah. and say forget about the EP, the lost EP. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's a great EP. And so somebody that would can be reissue it in ten years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that's the key. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Deep State new record is just kind of what we've been focusing on. We're going to South by next month, and nice. Probably do a bunch more so touring. You, yeah, after you guys that. are going to be. At yeah, the, we'll see you guys the there. The venue yeah. that we are sponsoring. The, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah, the, Athens and Austin. Party. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we'll hang out. Us. We're definitely going to hang awesome, out because yeah. that night we have to stay awake till five in the morning. That's right. Why is yeah, that? Because we're flying out at five in the morning. Oh yeah. And we were like, we're so not you guys stay awake till three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, till. Till full time. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Load In, Load Out. Tour Story Podcast, produced by me, Bill Fortenberry. Our hosts are Ryan Lewis and Cash Carter. If you're out in the wild this week catching a band, hit up that merch table. Buy a shirt, buy an album, buy something. It makes a big difference to a very small business. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you guys next week.